0: Hello and welcome to um, another episode of Paint and Scale. Um, today we're 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 carrying on with the Modelers Bench, a new series where we chat where I chat with modelers about their latest works. Um, today I'm joined by Rob Andrew. Rob, hello. Ah, uh, hello Ben. How are you doing, my friend?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Thank you, fella. Nice to be invited.
0: Oh, uh, no, Thanks for coming along. Uh, we didn't have to resort to blackmail, which is always very good. <laughs> it's always re- always a reassurance. Not what um, you told me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Photoshop. Um, <it's laughs> no, thank you so much for coming on, coming along, um, joining us. It's um, yeah. The, the, this is a you know, if, if you if you're listening, what we're doing here is we we're, we're discussing uh, Modeler's latest builds. Um, Andrew will introduce himself in a moment, Um, I'll ask the questions, and uh, for the next 45 minutes or so, um, enjoy what Andrew's got to say and share. Um, At the end, (coughs) there's going to be a little giveaway, Uh, so we've got a book, um, I did a review on it a few weeks ago, um, the A380, um, by uh, Penasword Books, who have very kindly uh, given us a copy to um, give away, today, which is nice. Um it's quite an interesting book. Um lots of um photos. Absolutely washed with um really good um guide for the civil aviation modeler. Um so you know, if if you fancy it fancy you go winning the A three eighty, I'll be trying to decide on a suitable question. Um I've not come up with one yet, so I'm hoping that it's, as, as Rob and I talk, we might particularly Ferris what we might get a um Spark of of uh what's the word? Spark of something. Now occasionally you might hear a little voice we're hearing now. That's Rob's granddaughter. We're a family friendly show, so we're not using child labour, she's not being paid. So occasionally we might we might hear this little voice. It's you're not going berserk, you're not going, you know, you're not hearing things. There is a little person wandering around, which is lovely. (coughs) There you go. Hello, little person. (laughs) Yeah,
1: sorry about
0: that. Oh Rob, that's fine. Um
1: so, it, Rosie, shush.
0: Th- th- there you go. The little person is Rosie. So, so Rob and Rosie, uh, welcome, Rob. Um, we'll, we'll, cu- we'll cut to the chase. Um, I know you, you, you've been very busy at the moment, um, making M113s.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've for some unknown reason decided I quite fancy doing every vehicle that served in Vietnam. For the for the uh, U.S. Uh, uh, Army, Marines, etc., in one thirty fifth, and obviously <laughs> that's going to include quite a few M um, one in various <laughs> guises. Uh, of course, you'd know about that having written the book. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, when I was much much younger, I think it's probably. You know a kit that i built that i quite enjoyed the very early version the ten-year one with the, the riders on the top yeah the very basic handled. one and over the years i've built the fire support version and different you know different versions now and again um but really you know now that i have the ability to have retired early um i will spend far more time um modeling and and building um this this collection of vehicles i'm not sure really Whether I'm going to sort of put them in dioramas, you know, in sort of convoy ambushes and bits and pieces or fire base bases or just put a collection in a cupboard under some lights. I don't know. I've got lots of different things. I've got quite a few uh, different kits. I've got about six M113s now, which I've built three, so I've still got a few more to build. Um, But it's obviously just not the M113s. Um, It's like m 48 tanks at uh Sheridan's you know uh the the, the cannons yeah I'm got, talking about like from howitzers to self-propelled cannons I've got the M110 and the M107 so there's there's a huge amount of uh kits available in 135th from Vietnam um a lot you know across the bold Tamiya academy and specifically AFA they're you know, doing some fantastic um stuff so it's it's the the collection is going to look very big um and you know before i went to this i, I was sort of modeling on and off you, you using bigger scale stuff yeah so i had a that for instance the 118th um harrier that you were discussing the other day the, the hobby i think it's hobby craft is it i can't remember whatever it was um it's it's it's, it's, it's trumpeter whatever it is and it was huge, um, as you discussed. <laughs> um, but you know, going from sort of that and I had I had the one sixteenth M wraps and that bits and pieces, and going from that to one thirty-fifth has been horrific, especially with big sausage fingers and poor eyesight. It's been <laughs> it's been unusual, shall we say. Um, but you know, I'm I'm, I'm plodding along, slowly but surely. I've seen I've seen some models that recently on Twitter and some of the stuff they're showing some of the that detail. Is just outstanding. I'll be lucky if I can get a set of eyes on a character at the moment. <laughs> <like that. laughs> you know what I mean? A couple of white dots with a black bit in the middle, and that's it. That, that's literally what it's what it's become. And I'm seeing some people out there, you know, literally putting people's eyebrows in and individual hairs and <laughs> in their beards and mustaches. I'm thinking I'm lost here. Just I do it for pleasure, you know. <laughs> that's all it can be. It's not to that ability. It's not to stick in a museum. Uh, but some of the modelling now is is just amazing. You know, I, it's funny. I've always had, had an affinity for, for for models. Even as you know, I started as a kid. Um, my dad was a was a was a modeller, um, and I, my earliest memories of him building a Spitfire, or I think it might have been a Hurricane in one twenty five, and he had this lovely C forty seven. He had a, a Dakota. I think it was one of the um, D Day ones, you know, with the landing stripes, right? Like at yeah. Oxford, <clears throat> and uh, and I loved that. I loved that um, kit, and I and I and you know, that, I kind of sort of picked it up for me to, to to start myself, and I started off with as you do, the little kits where we and I, you know, I heard you talking the other day about you know, you, I could go to my sweet shop, and buy a matchbox kit, you know, of a Bell Huey Iroquois helicopter. You know, in one seventy second or whatever it was. And I and I, I loved that. And of course I'd go home straight away, throw it together with it, you know, with the the worst glue inside the canopies and all sorts, you know, you just don't really care. And then if I was lucky I'd slop some paint all over it and it I'd be I'd be well happy. So I kind of glad to say that I've come a bit forward <laughs> from then. But um but but I'm just embarrassed by some of the stuff. I mean, some of the stuff looks so good. You know, I'm thinking of packing up and going back to Lego. You know, (laughs) Uh, uh, I'm getting model. uh, You know, uh, 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 just watching people build and some of the stuff that's coming up on Twitter. It's amazing. Um, Definitely getting model envy.
0: Yeah, that's the thing is that with Twitter, I think the. So the 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 amount of talent that's on display can be a little bit awe inspiring, can be both awe inspiring and intimidating. <laughs> um, and I hear you about fig- I don't even do figures. I I, I avoid them. It, you know, we we all have this thing in life we avoid. You know, whether it be aubergines, which is the other thing I avoid, or <laughs> figures. Uh, finger, fingers, Figures. figures. And I I don't know why. The uh, it's dry. But I know it's. I think it's just. It's the face, like you say. It's the yeah. eye. More importantly, it's the eyes. I did read somewhere that a really good tip was to get, um, you know, the 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 compasses used for map reading. Oh uh, yes, of course. Get a, get a compasses. Get a compass. put a set of compasses from map reading, and pop the eyes in because at a distance you can't really see the whites of the eyes. I read that somewhere years ago, and I and I tried it. <laughs> <laughs> The poor fellow, Buzz Hyde. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I've had my fair
1: you and him, so I'm I'm not going to say too much. Yeah, and I and I
0: just thought at that point now I'm I'm going to avoid figures really if I can. Well, I've done like I say, I've done one or two, but but no, it's uh, I, and like you say, it's it's interesting that you you're talking about how you used to model, and I think that's 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 part of the fun is that modeling should be fun. Um, and it's to see that I'd say ninety nine percent of the people who I've seen working on Twitter. Uh, with the models comes across as fun uh, you, we, we, when you go into places like instagram and you've got guys who, who are doing photo etched 172nd scale toolboxes which close then they start to panic a little
1: yeah I, i've i've just bought the um <coughs> the 135th uh bench um i can't remember who, who makes it now it might be afe again um and like i think well that'll be handy you know there's so many different bits and pieces on there that i can use um but you know looking at the photo etched wrenches and stuff like that and as you said there's a toolbox um in there and i'm just thinking well that's gonna that looks really fiddly but you know i I will get around to it somehow um i need to go to vision express i think or something like that (laughs) get my eyes sorted out (laughs) Um so yeah you know I've got the stupid thing with a light on you know helps you magnify stuff but uh, I think I'm going to need some proper uh, glasses so something else got to do you now now I'm retired I suppose I've got time to do it um, go and get my eyes set <laughs> it's been a long time since I've done
0: that you'll be you, you shocked you'll end up coming away with, with God knows what just be careful if you get a boots because they'll have you thinking you're going blind but <laughs> um, but, but it, again, it's, it's interesting you say that, you know, it, it, with modeling, you do, you do, you always have to be sharp, especially now. I mean, the detail, hasn't it? It's just over the past two decades, we've, we've gone from, you know, <clears throat> we, 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 what we accepted two decades ago and what we have now and what we expect now uh, are, are two uh, miles apart, know,
1: planets apart almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got a for instance then. So, if we look at the, say the M113, the Tamiya one, the original one with the riding crew, which is now very old, um you look at the detail on the crew, and it's really poor. So say you you look at a, a master box kit of a, of, a, of a more recent era, or you know even some of the dragon stuff from now. Even some of the dragon stuff from them, the detail is just—it's like a—it's—it's it's, it's worlds apart. It's worlds apart, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, just in the in the, in the, in the going from perhaps the jungle boots, you know, onto the onto the creases in the clothing. It's just, and also I've um, found uh, Bravo Six um, has been making some fantastic stuff, and I've just I've just kind of got into Bravo Six. <laughs> which is a mix of resin and photo, actually. I'm not doing an advert for one, by the way. <laughs> start, if, 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 if you're in this Bravo 6, you know, please contact me. I'd, I'd love to do all your, you know, uh, uh, pre-sale stuff. Um, no, um, you know, from like grenades to watering cans, teens to hats, uh, to CVC hats. It, it's just amazing what they do now. And some of their figures, I mean, you know, we think like the Dragon stuff is is detailed, or the Master Box stuff is detailed. This this is just amazing. It's another level. Um, the, the resin world has just changed modelling uh, massively. And I heard you guys discussing the other day about you know you you know people buy a kit and then they buy the PE stuff and then they buy the resin bits and pieces and the aftermarket decals and you know you you end up paying as much. For all of that, as you do the bloody kit in the first place, but it's only you really that knows what, you know, what detail you've put into it. You know, you can you can build something out of the box and throw it under the the nose of a family member, and they're going to say, "Yeah, that's great." And then you could get all of that stuff, build a bloody museum quality item, throw it under their nose, and they're going to say, "Yeah, that's great." The only <laughs> thing is, you know, or or particularly a modeller will know what. Works being been put into that you know i think i think the, the fascination for me with modeling has always been it's you get a, a a box of plastic bits all uniform all gray or whatever the color of the kit is originally and you turn it into an exact replica the original thing and for me that's a skill you know no matter really how early you're starting you know i mean i help my i've started my nephews off um, I've got a couple of nephews that I've started them off with modelling. You know, one continued it, one didn't. So you can't force it upon people. But when they watch you doing it and they say, well, I'd like to have a go and you buy them a kit and you sit down and go through it with them. It's good because, you know, that's how I started. Um, and unfortunately, I've got two girls who've got no interest in modelling whatsoever. So Really? It. I'm shocked. <laughs> but, you know, I'm lucky I've got these, you know, nephews that, um, that that are interested and certainly, you know, one now that's taking it up as a hobby.
0: And it's it's interesting, you know. Sort of, you raised some really really good points, especially around resin and how that's developed. Um, and then you you know on top of that you've got three D printing. Um, you know, with, with, with the now it's it's uh, that's also you know I was speaking to a, ch- a chap Neil Woodings recently. He was he was talking about his his three D woodings and so his three D woodings his three D printing and it's. Um, goodings, isn't it? Sorry, uh, sorry, Neil. Um, and how he uses this sort of fluid way of, of, of printing, and it's and the, the you know the output is very much akin to, to like say some of these resin figures. And like you said, the sculpting on especially on Bravo Six figures is absolutely phenomenal.
1: You yeah, mean, it, it shocked me. It shocked me. I, you know, when I forgot my first Bravo Six figure through, it was on a um, tank crew. I think like might have been for the M forty eight or whatever. I bought a tank crew. And as soon as I got it all out of the box, I'm thinking, wow, this is a different, different, different class. Um, Yeah, very detailed, you know, easy to build. um, And just the poses are very lifelike as well. That's what I like about them. You know, I tend to find perhaps sometimes with the run of the mill um, stuff, the, the run of the mill kits and figures, they tend to, you know, just sort of look a bit, I don't know, immobile, you know, not, not, not realistic whereas with the bravo six they actually look like they're articulating to do what they're needing to do either you know fire a weapon or or aid someone if you're a medic or you know stand up and fire a 50k out of a turret um it's it's it 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 looks the business um but like i said you know i've still got an affinity for master box and and you know dragon i've got quite a collection of Dragon One Thirty Fifth NAM stuff um, that I've acquired um, been quite expensive to get now because obviously it's, a lot of it's been out of production for quite some time. Um, so I found myself, you know, going on certain websites <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know uh, trying to go to the second hand kit people and um, get get you know that's I've got a nice little collection of figures um i'm i'm not sure when and where i'm ever going to use them or need them but i know that they're there so i can sort of pick and pluck so I, i'm i'm finding situations where i'm kind of thinking oh yeah that guy would suit perfectly so i'm taking him out and, <laughs> um but but I, I my idea is to try and get a a, a firebase built up um so i've i've kind of started that uh, a little bit so um you know it's it's very busy um trying to get everything together but now I've got the time on my hands to do it it's becoming, yeah. it's becoming a pleasure before squeezing it in between work and family commitments and all that um uh now I've obviously I've got six weeks of, of little and uh, hanging around I'm not sure how much I'm gonna get done <laughs> during the day uh but you know um we'll see uh it's 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 nice to have the time now to to, to, to I can actually sit and think right I've got you know 3 hours a day or whatever so so rather than before it's you know an hour and a half at the most of a night time um you know i i like using natural light um to, to 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 paint with i mean struggling at the moment obviously with the humidity trying to bloody paint anything is ridiculous with acrylics at the moment it's literally dry before i take it out of the bottle you know i'm 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 taking it from the brush to the, to to the, to to the kit and it's just like solidifying straight away so um and you know now we've got light in the evenings it's lovely but as soon as we start to lose light i I, you know i've got an artificial lamp but i'm not i'm not that keen on using it unless i really have to i do like using natural light to to build and paint models with um perhaps we should put that there as a question you know do do you like using natural light as well Well, i suppose it depends on the setup doesn't it depends where where your modeling desk is it it is yeah
0: I, i know um my my plan, you know, we, we always have these plans. like with the lottery win is to have a south facing uh, studio with big big sort of lights in in the you know, set into the ceiling uh, and supplemented by by these sort of tungsten fluorescent bulb things. <clears throat> and I know a few people who've, who've invented these huge overhead, almost like an archway on there of, of LED lights. And they seem to sort of you know they they they, they praise this highly. You know they're the they're the folks who are. Sometimes I was into the basement and a lot of American modelers seem to live in the basement. Don't they really? They've got these huge basements. So they, they do all the modeling in there. Now have some amazing setups, um, but no, nothing, nothing beats natural light, but you're right about humidity and painting. I mean, it's an absolute nightmare and especially with an airbrush. Yeah. Um yeah. But I, I must admit, I, I've recently, and I don't know why I'm going to say taking the plunge because it's really not the biggest step, but I've just bought some Vallejo, um, Flow improver stuff, okay. a
1: couple of drops of that it's brilliant. Yeah, I've I've just got a pack of that as well, a tube of that about three days ago. So yeah, I just literally to use it yet.
0: Do you only need literally a couple of drops, and, and that's all you need. And, and with Vallejo, I mean, I know they say you can thin down their their paint with water. I actually thin their paint down with their uh, airbrush cleaner. Mm. I read that online. Um, they said that it's the best stuff to thin their paint down with. Just, okay. You know. And it's worked wonders. And I'd, you know, do it one-to-one. Um, and you can you can sit it down or you can, you know, or, you know, reasonably thick. And I must admit, I found some of their Model Air stuff really does need thinning. now. You can't use it straight from the, the, the tube, as they, they claim. Mm. But but flow, you know, this this flow improver. It's brilliant stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to try it. <laughs> and it does work. But like but I like, say, in, in this humidity, you've got... You've got it sort of paint drawing on them, and all sorts of horrible, horrible stuffs going on. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't tend to spray. You know, when it's human, I think you're you're wise. There's a lesson to be learned there, isn't there?
1: Mm,
0: yeah. So, so going back, so you've you've done, you know, you, with with the one one threes, and you make a really good point about the the vulnerable. It's, it's just a venerable. I think it's a lovely kit, the Tamir one one three with the Outriders. It's an absolutely brilliant little kit. Um, How do you think, you know, in terms of buildability, how do you feel, how do you personally feel that that compares to more contemporary
1: offerings? Well, it's quite simple, um, to be honest with you. You know, it's got the the rear door um, hatch that is sort of stuck into the rear door, so you can't model it open. um, Whereas, obviously, some later kits have the rear door hatch where you can open it um, or shut it, and that makes it, you know, quite a difference um but i you know obviously comparing it perhaps to the academy which has all bells and whistles and you know loads of different turret configurations Hmm. um i think the figures are probably slightly more realistic uh and again perhaps slightly more detailed but then sort of tell me i smashed it back when they bought in the m113a uh a, you know much much sort of sharper tooling again better figures they improved it um for that and i thought that was a a fantastic kit and I'm, i've got a couple of those upstairs um uh i've i don't know if you can sort of say this but i've I found a website in japan uh, that does kits really cheap <coughs> uh, okay. uh, i've i've you know i've kind of been over here, you you kind of paying about about twenty five quid. I don't know, twenty five quid, thirty quid for an ACAV. But um, this site in in uh, Japan is doing them for like twenty one quid. Wow! And you know, and the price difference is just amazing. The like same with like M forty eight tanks and bits and pieces. There, they are a lot cheaper. Obviously, you know, Tammy is based in Japan. <laughs> it is going to be cheaper, and it's worth it. You know, just getting a few kits together and getting them shipped over. That's that's what I've done. You know. I'd, I I love certain websites. Um us sure you name na- name this at the beginning with an E and ending in an A. Uh, <laughs> as in eBay, um, obviously. Um and you can get some real bargains from it. Uh but for me, you know, when if I'm gonna order it and I've got it in mind that I was gonna do this um US Vietnam uh, armour thing, I knew I'd have to get quite a few kits. Yeah. Um, uh for instance the M um one five one Mutt Jeep. I to uh, ask about that. Yeah, all right, yeah. The um, the Vietnam uh one that which they they particularly say is a Vietnam one is the one with a roof. Yeah plastic the canvas um roof. And it's quite expensive. I mean to get over here it's it's, it's still around about sort of twenty quid. But in 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 this Japanese website um, you can get it for nine quid. So of course I bought three of them. I mean, why wouldn't you? You know, it, it just it just makes sense. Um, so yeah, I've 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 uh, you know, e- eBay I found quite good. Um, I've, I've got I got a great deal the other day. Um, this chap was putting I don't I don't know why, but he's put his entire collection of gun trucks up for sale. I've got I, I quite like the idea of gun trucks you know yeah you know who wouldn't you know (laughs) that's a good idea (laughs) yeah loads of armor um and you know i've got a couple of books which i'm sort of going through slowly but surely about about the convoy uh duties and all that sort of stuff so i'm thinking yeah so i did buy the 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 the, the afv gun truck kit the basic one i think it was about 35 40 quid and i haven't built that yet but when I saw this guy's collection, he had about five or six actual big gun trucks and a couple of M one five one armor trucks that he'd started but hadn't finished. Um, and knowing that they have, that that you know one of them was the resin gun truck as well, and that's about sixty seventy quid. Um, so he's, he's he had quite a lot of stuff there, um, and you know it was all the sort of bits he had to go with it, all the figures and decals and x bits and pieces he'd build up a collection and he just had to, I think he just had enough he wanted to you know space it he sat there for so long and he he just didn't you know ever get around to completing it so he put it on eBay as, as a job lot um and I, I looked at what he had and I contacted him and said yeah I'll I'll, I'll take it off yeah and I had this vision you know of a, of a convoy um putting his gun trucks in, in a convoy sort of situation it would fit in with my one foot Vietnam stuff perfectly um so you know we, we did a deal and about three days later i've got two huge boxes come through um the post um because obviously they are quite big kits anyway even though only yeah. one thirty fifth. a gun truck's a big old thing um and uh he he'd included like lo- loads of paint and wow. literally literally his, i think it was his whole modeling kit you know it was like plastic card um wet and dry you know um mini mini brushes you know the little uh plastic brushes that have got little tips on them um they're really fine precision um brushes they're amazing i've never seen them before um so so I've, i started to use those a few times but just basically i think it was everything he had he just threw it all in a box and uh, uh, uh sent it off to me um, and just said to me oh let me know how, how it all turns out when you're finished so um you know if if, once in a while you find a little bargain like that that really sort of i mean that will keep me modeling for months uh you know all of those kits and 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 that so um it was it was good to see uh these bargains prop up and you know when when they do you've got to take uh take the chance and and you know uh it's that vision isn't it it, that's what i always find as a modeler you 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 flick and all the time because you're thinking, well, that would look good in in that sort of situation, or could I, you know, could I, could I, where could I, where could I fit that in, or you know, or you or you see, I don't know, a figure or something straight away, and you think, yeah, you know, I'll have a recovery vehicle lifting that into place or whatever. It's, you know, that's how your modeler's mind thinks. Um, and the worst thing you can do is 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 you know sit there with a with your credit card and you know <laughs> you, you, c- certain websites available, or you know you're going through, um. You know a web a a shop's website like Hennens or something like that. You know, and you think, wow, Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah I, I you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I like that. I need that. I like that. And you end up just buying so much stuff that you you're really never going to get around to using. You're never going to, but just because you've got this thing in your mind at that time why do you see it, I'll get. I'll, I'll tell you what. I I use it for instance. Um, I was going through Hennens years ago. This was a couple, you know, about four or five years ago. And I saw the Master Box um, 135th somewhere in the Middle East uh, figures kit, which is um, obviously uh, US, uh, I'm I'm assuming they're green berets, but special forces dressed in um, uh, Afghan garb uh, armed with um, American and Afghan weapons with a prisoner in a hood, um, you know, tied up, um, obviously being interrogated or waiting for interrogation. And I saw that kit, and I'd never seen that kit before. And I thought, wow! So I bought it. Um, it was only twelve quid or whatever they were. I can't remember. Um, and then I was like, my mind was sort of thinking, well, what, what, what am I going to do with it? You know. And for some unknown reason, I don't know why I did this. I I, I started to look for a um, Russian helicopter in one thirty fifth, and I'm thinking, yeah, you know, I could, I could have them perhaps, you know, just standing around this Russian helicopter or whatever. Uh, and the prices then for, like, you know, MI-8 hips or, or anything like that, anything fairly big, because um, you, you struggle to get, you know, it, around a hind or whatever. So it really had to be something like a transport helicopter. The prices of Russian transport helicopters are out the roof. So I never yeah. quite got around to doing it. So I've got this box of of of, of um Afghan Special Forces troops or... America special forces tropes. Um, I, I will one day get around to, to, to as soon as I see something, you know, I know I'm going to see something like a, a, a particular helicopter or something, and I'm going to think, right, that's it, and I know it's going to click together. But it's, you know, it's it's it's, it's that thing, isn't it? Some people have kits for for years and years and years, and and you know, as you, I know, people have been putting on Twitter, they found kits in their t- attic, or you you know, their parents have found kits in their attic. Um. Yeah, and and other people will 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 literally ha- have an idea, buy it, and do it, and do it there and then. Um, for me, it's I think it's always been. This is probably the first time I've ever been focused on one particular genre, um, in one particular scale to, to to this sort of excess. In the past, like I said, I was quite happy to to build you know bits and pieces. I've built boats and planes and you know all sorts. Um, but I—I I specifically now I've got this thing about you know U.S. armor 135th Vietnam, and that's that's what I seem to be enjoying doing and and building. And you know, I was—I was speaking to—I uh, think on Twitter the other days uh, to Lord Flashart. He, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, you know, was reading some of his tweets and went back to him, and we were talking about fishing and fishing used to be my um, escape from reality. Um, unfortunately, when the misses became unwell, um, I, I couldn't continue, you know, I couldn't go f- far and for eight hours a, a session and all this sort of stuff. So, uh, and you know, me, me, my, I had some mobility issues, so I had to kind of knock it on the head, which is a pity. And then I had no uh, release. I had nothing to, t- t- you know, to to help me with you know the the stress and the bits and pieces which I always found fishing did fishing was a thing where I could go and quite happily lose myself in what I'm doing and the surroundings you know and I find I do that with modeling you know because the concentration levels uh, are there and I get so enveloped into what I'm doing that I I, that's kind of taken over for me um, from fishing that's become my um, stress reliever my you know, my my uh, mindfulness place. As I, I, I know we have, we have to, use, there's all these new, you know, um, modern ways and, and, and that of how people uh, deal with themselves and, and try and, you know, try and improve their mental health. Um, so for me, that that took over, you know, before it was fishing, um, I couldn't do that anymore, so I had to go back to something that I'd done in the past that I'd enjoyed. And we, um, uh, I, I find that now the, the, the one, the one of the, the, the good things that actually takes me away from anything stressful and, you know, I'll just sort of go to my room, do my modeling and, and feel much better. And that's
0: really very important, isn't it? <clears throat> and I'm, you know, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm sure I've raised
0: this in the past. The importance of, of modeling is almost like a distraction therapy. Um, as, as well as, you know, um, being a mindfulness activity because you are you are very much focused on the here and now, and it's the same with any crafting activity. Um, uh, I'll point out this, this point. You know, anything that and the creative aspect as well is exceptionally good for you because it leads on to other things, doesn't it? You know, you you have a focus, and what you initially start off with is you know in your case, it's like the M one one three, which then developed and sort of into, into into the interest in the Vietnam.
1: Um,
0: the vietnam era vehicles which is in turn led to getting books on on gun trucks which are phenomenally huge things i think i touched on them <laughs> in, in the book and i must admit i thought you could write an entire book a bunch of 19 year old lads given some given
1: some knackered um sorry ben give me a sec sorry. yeah no worries hello <laughs> hello Yeah, speaking Right
0: at the moment, uh, Rob's just mate. Rob, Sorry,
1: too busy. Thank
0: you. Rob's clearly been um, rung up by somebody trying to sell him more uh, Bravo Six resins, uh, possibly from eBay, asking him about purchasing even even more model kits. There might even be a, a call from a a, China, a Japanese company saying, "Listen, we have got some new, these new kits. As a valued customer, do you want to buy some more?" Uh, say, oh, <laughs> and saying, "No, you don't." So there you go. So, you yeah, know, Rob has been outed on air as uh, now getting harassment calls by buying more model kits. <laughs> no, that's all joking said. He really isn't. I only imagine somebody's saying that he's, he's, uh, they can improve his home insurance because now, of course, lockdown's finished. They're all back in the offices and, and ringing us, us up, trying to flog us stuff. Um, but no, going back to what you're saying, it he, he does it. He, he, you know, you you get the break, don't you, from reality? You you get to put yourself in another world, and you get to focus on it. And I think that's no bad thing, uh, especially you know, in society now is a lot more stressful than it was certainly ten, fifteen years ago. Um, yeah. And throw throw COVID into the mix, it, it can be for for a great many people, it can be a struggle. Um, yeah. yeah. But it but it is interesting what you're saying that it becomes a bit of a rabbit hole, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, with modeling. Uh and what do you think? I'll just start off with this. Uh and I have to ask, and, and you can't tell me to do one. Is your Amazon and eBay are your Amazon and eBay wish lists
1: absolutely chocker with stuff? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and the worst thing is uh, I'm I you know I'm, a, I'm about to get excitement. <laughs> <lot of things laughs> so uh, you know, I'm I'm trying hard to, to bring, bring it down to a more realistic figure. But my girls have kind of looked at it and gone, you're mad. You know what I mean? But I said, well, you know, I've worked hard on that. <laughs> Already knowing that I've got, I don't know, 30 odd kits upstairs of various bits and pieces. That, plus the gun trucks uh, that, that I'm going to take time to get around to doing. I've still got, you know, stuff that I need to look at. Um, I I, I quite fancy getting a uh, a, a Huey, a 135th Huey for the collection, although it's not strictly armour, and indeed a PBR. Um, I had the PBR uh, years ago, um, which I built, and I uh, got some of the Dragon figures and done it as like I'm dropping off Navy Seals. Um, you know and that, and I enjoyed that build so I'm thinking I might get that again I could f- get do some good super detailing on that given you know what's become available um recently so i'm I'm toying with the idea of, of, of getting those two i know it's got it's, it's kind of slipping away from my armor um uh, uh, <laughs> as a speciality but I'm thinking well you know it's name and um it'll fit the bill
0: Anyway, and, and to be honest, I, it's quite interesting because again, we, we go, you know, especially with model making, we, we we choose a certain genre or choose a certain period, and then how that develops again is the rabbit hole, rabbit hole thing. And, and I think you can't not do a Vietnam scene without a Huey. Yeah, I think mean, that might that actually might be a law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Some, somewhere, exactly. yeah. yeah, somewhere. If if that was to do a, a, a Vietnam diorama, you must have either a Navy Seals or. A, the Huey involved in some way, shape, or form, and and it's interesting, you know, the, the comments about the pivot. Um, because you know, Jeremy Clarkson, quite recently, most famously, had one rebuilt, and I hadn't realized yeah, that the, 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 that, the yeah. jets, yeah, the jets were made yeah. by Jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I suppose, and, and we should never glorify a war, you really shouldn't, you know. Um, but the it was a playground, wasn't it, in terms of military equipment? young fellows were given these boats that a lot of them would have had, had access to as, as young, you know, yeah, exactly. safely. You know,
1: back back at home in the states, they wouldn't yeah. be that driving,
0: would they? You know, no, would have uh, yeah. yeah. and, and you can see why these great idea, these mad ideas of whipping out the engine of a 1-1-3, taking off the wheels and tracks, and throwing it on the back of a. Well, you know, yeah, like, I mean, who, who, who
1: pulled that up, Genie? <laughs> Instant armor protection and huge firepower. It's a great idea. Yeah, must have really put the springs down, though, you know, on on those trucks. That's a hell of a weight. I know it's only aluminium, but still a hell of a weight, isn't
0: it? I think once they've taken everything off, I think I think the, the whole weight, once they got everything, it was just shy of five tonnes. And I think the, the trucks could take up to 15.
1: Yeah.
0: And, I, and, and I, I'm i sure I've read somewhere that there was, there was one of these escort companies. They actually had a, an intercompany competition about who could carry the most ammunition. And in the end, the boss steps in and said, listen, lads, Appreciate what you're trying to do. Have you actually thought what happens if one of you gets hit? <laughs> You'll take out. Yeah, go up. You
1: know. up July.
0: Yeah, and again, people tend to forget that they were quite an important part of of the of the American sort of strategy in Vietnam because we of the supplies we'll road, yeah. convoys, yeah. And, yeah. and it's something that's overlooked a huge yeah. amount, really. Um, but yeah, you can imagine that you know, fifty odd fuel lorries <coughs> filled to the Navy maybe after. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> with with a few of the because I think the use three or four of these gun trucks. Yeah, that's just a recipe for disaster.
1: Yeah, it's you know, like I said, it's 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 that kind of thing that makes it interesting for me. That's kind of why I thought, oh yeah, you know, I quite fancy going into that um into that side of things of of, of doing a, perhaps a convoy. Um, maybe a convoy ambush you know so obviously I was looking at what what they vehicles they would have used in the convoy I'm actually struggling um this could be a good good time to put this out there actually um with finding a suitable uh fuel tanker because I've looked at the AFV I think it's the M953 or whatever it is but apparently that didn't come out till the sort of late 70s early 80s so i don't know if there is any kits out there for a, for a vietnam era fuel tanker so while we're doing uh, if anyone knows yeah, please please by all means let us know and contact us um, and let me know because uh, i am i'm struggling to find anything vietnam era wise on a fuel truck
0: well this might help you out a little bit because they use the m49 okay six was that the seven. earlier one Yes, and that, and that I think that remained in service pretty much until the end uh, because they were so reliable. Um, yeah. And the reason why I mention that is that I think, and I'm sure I've seen one, and it might have even been, on a, a Vallejo tweet well, years ago, a couple of years ago, um, of them painting one up yeah. in 135th. And I know there is a conversion kit, a resin conversion kit out there. Although, no me, because I've said that, it'll either be a (laughs) Valinden conversion kit, which will cost you an arm and a leg. And there goes your pension lump sum. Um, (laughs) Or it's it's a hobby fan kit, which you're never going to get this side of, 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 you know, Australia because they, they buy all the hobby fan stuff, the guys over there. Um, yeah, then try and sell
1: it to us. Yes, yeah, yeah <laughs> I've noticed lovely. that. I that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I like that. Clever. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm there was somewhere at uh, AFE Club and suddenly put, not put two or two together. Why are they buying all our stuff? Why is this guy paying 20 of these uh, You know these kits? Oh, don't worry about it. Just send it over. We're making money. Um, but there's about to be a conversion kit out there. But like you say, if anyone's listening, um, in fact, there you go. There's our question. There's our question. For, for, the, for the Airbus book. What is the M number um of the fuel tanker, the six per six fuel tanker? There we go. What time do we get? I'd, I'd come up with something. There you
1: go. You're a legend, mate.
0: I, I do try my best. I'm a legend in my own lunchtime. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> hold <me>. um but <coughs> no, hopefully somebody's listening to this and they'll go, Oh yes, I know. If you if you do are aware of a kit. I'm going to put Rob's Twitter handle in the description of the podcast. Drop him a line. Um, Because I know uh, Military Modeling Twitter is, uh, Modeling Twitter as well, is absolutely brilliant for self-support and helping each other out on these things. Um, So, you know, maybe some, um, it it might come to me if it does, I'll ping you a line, mate. Um, But if there's anybody out there who knows, ooh, I know what it is. Or even better, has one in their stash that's been gathering dust for the past 15 years uh, and thinks, now is my chance. Drop Rob a line. I'm sure he'd love to hear from you. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so tell me, Rob, what sort of joystick do you have in your house? <laughs> <laughs> Run that by <upon> me again? <laughs> Joisting, you know, with, with all these kits you've got upstairs. <laughs> oh.
1: Frightening, frightening. Like I said, I just, I just, I know I'm going to get around to doing them eventually. But, and I'm probably getting a collection now where, like, like you said, I could probably look at moving a few on if, if I ever needed to. But I'm not sure I can. I'm not sure I can bring myself to do it. So, so that's why I'm probably not having to have too much hope for your last plea deal for me. You know, I think I think modelers kind of, you know, we we are sort of holders
0: yeah,
1: um, yeah I think that, I think that's in our nature um uh, uh so uh i don't know you know i've i keep saying to me you know i've, I've got this stuff that's gonna i don't need any more but like i said you know i've got a little wish list um on 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 certain websites so um I'm, i still might add a few um again i think it's eventually it's going to be finding space to put it all um, and that's another conversation i know you guys have had recently on on, <laughs> on, the, on the podcast um you know uh, I, I don't live in a huge huge house i wish i did um so it's it's is wh- where do you put it how do you put it you know um so that's going to be that's but you know that that's something i worry about afterwards is having the kids there yeah. Having the time to do it, do it, and then you worry about it afterwards. I, I think that's my 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 way now. Um, you know, as long as I've got the stuff, I'll, I'll eventually get around to using it um, and, I'll, and I'll know where it c- can go and what it can do and where I want it to be um, in my own time.
0: Oh, brilliant. That's what it's about. Um, they say storage always a problem. Um, I've got kits in two rooms. We keep looking at the loft, like <clears throat> lining the loft, because we were in a new build and we were told by the builder to give it two years, let everything settle before even going up into the loft and yeah. boarding it out. And we, we're at that point now. Um, <clears throat> and Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Skipper is—I've is, noticed she's been looking at boarding out companies. So who knows? I may actually be able to get some space and um, under the stairs and in, in the corner of a corner of, of my daughter's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah good luck with that yeah I mean, well yeah yeah I, mean, well, I think she'll be pleased <coughs> although her her models are also in there so ah. yeah my, my daughter makes cars which gets okay. when, when she's when she's not working or or studying or, or seeing uh, this this young fellow oh. um, I, I said about that it's better <laughs> <laughs> Mate,
1: my, my my daughters are grown up now i'm glad to say um one's married um you know the other one we've got a lovely granddaughter at home so I've been there through it all, Ben, um, you know, and, and now I've got a granddaughter. It looks like I'll be going through it all again. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> day. Oh, well, great
0: fun. Rob, it's lovely to speak, to speak with you um, and, and having, having a good old sort of banter and a chat about your plans. Um, I'm going to have to ask, will you come back and, have a, and give us an update at some point in the next Absolutely. year or so?
1: Absolutely. It'd
0: be lovely to chat with you, see how you're getting on. Yep. Um, <clears throat> what I've done I've made notes throughout this. Hopefully, uh, listener, I've got um most of the the references that Rob's made to other companies that will be of interest. Um, and like I say, the the, the, the question for the the A three eighty uh flightcraft book by Robert Jackson, which has been kindly um given to uh Peterscale by Penisaw Books, is what was the M number? of the 6 by 6 fuel tanker used by the US Army in Vietnam. To respond to that, ever so straightforward. I, hope, I, I like to think that most of you uh, are on Twitter. Give me a follow at Ben J Skipper, and send me a message. Uh, and I'll choose um, one lucky winner from random. I don't care where you are in the world. If you're in America, and I've got American listeners, you'll get it sent to America. If you're in Russia, and I've got Russians, guys, girls um send it over to you and if you're in australia i'll send it over to you doesn't matter where you are that's the answer if, if you if you're picked at random um you will get the latest of the, the flight craft books um so from me it's ttfm but most importantly of all rob thank you so much for your time today and I, i'd appreciate you sort of taking a break from from child uh
1: <laughs> right, <come> on, <laughs> well, it's duties. quite pleasurable, Ben. You know what I mean? we we not keep it going on a bit longer? <laughs> at the moment, it's working perfectly. <laughs> That's been well, a pleasure, you... mate. It really uh, is. Thank
0: you. No, absolutely. Um, and listeners, thank you ever so much. Wherever you are in the world, do take care of yourselves, stay safe, and most importantly, of all, keep smiling and keep modelling. Uh, from me, Ben Skipper, and from Rob Andrew, take care and TTFN.